0: Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the season so far here in Club Deck Corner uh, A special episode where we discuss the season so far Review our choices from our season preview pod uh, that we did at the start of the season And we'll finish off with trying to piece together what remains for the rest of the season What a buzz lads, what a buzz I am Scott Carney and everybody's here Ali, how are you?
2: I'm very well Can't wait to get stuck into... The first part <laughs> of the season there, and um, it was very positive. Not, um we'll continue the negative theme, no doubt, but um, it'll be interesting to see what we said back then, Carney, to what it is like now.
1: It's not good, mate. <laughs> I warn him, it's not, it's not good. Scotia, how are you?
3: Hey, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just kind of slowly waiting for the World Cup to come around so that sort of football's on the telly constantly because it's this mad wee week where. There's not really anything on in terms of football. You know, usually if there's no Rangers game on, there's at least something else on. But today there's nothing. So I'm sitting here just waiting for the World Cup to come around.
1: Is there actually no football today at all?
3: Women's football. I think there's a lot of women's friendlies today. And then there's an awful lot of the men's friendlies tomorrow. Scotland are playing turkey. Who
2: cares?
3: (laughs) Who cares?
4: Ryan, how are you, mate? (laughs) Yes, I'm okay, mate. A day closer to getting the news we've all been waiting for. No. Uh, this, P- this Piers Morgan Ronaldo interview I can't wait for it tomorrow night boys It should be, should be tasty uh, But aye, this will be a good that'll be a good Laugh event tonight Um, The way I'm looking at it is that at least I've not Predicted that Marco Negri is the best striker That I've seen so it can only Be up for me
1: it can only be up, mate. Uh, yeah, no, it was funny. It was funny when I look back at it. It was funny. So before we start, shameless plug, as always, please subscribe to the channel and like the video. Also leave your comments and your opinions and what we're going to discuss tonight. Additionally, if you would like to go a step further to support the pod, you can join the YouTube channel um, for as little as 99p a month. You can also buy the podcast a coffee uh, and join the Coffee Buying Legend membership via buymeacoffee.com. All the links for that are in the description for the pod. Also, stick around to the end of the show and you'll hear details about the podcast for British Heart Foundation that is coming up on Friday. A bit of a marathon podcast. And certainly, uh, with the amount of guests that we've managed to secure it is certainly going to be that. Uh, and I can't wait for it. So uh, wait till the end and you'll hear, um, you'll hear more details about that. So... I sent you a brief agenda for this and just as we started talking and Ryan was saying um, we're a step closer to the news we've all been waiting for it's probably we'll probably kind of wrap that into the the kind of start I suppose as well with our overall thoughts of the season so far Ali now we all called it mate that the the board probably weren't going to do anything there has been whatsapp rumors aplenty kicking around um all sorts of nonsense if you've you've heard it uh but the the board have still not not done what we all i think all four of us think that should be done and should have been done a while ago they've still not done it so it looks like it probably won't happen in my opinion because i don't see the point in Pro- prolonging it, if it was going to happen, I believe it would already have happened, so your thoughts on that, mate, and your thoughts on the overall season so far? was <laughs> <does> it, start? <laughs> what, I don't want to go.
4: All- what the, I know, what that question. I probably shouldn't go yeah. to you
1: first, actually, that's quite
2: a Yeah, I'll probably cover everything. positive
4: Ali, positive. <laughs> I'll try and be positive, if you're
2: right. um, In terms of Geo, I agree with you. If he, was, if he was gone, I think he'd be gone by now. I think there's about a million reasons why Van Bronckhurst is still there in terms of the payoff package for him and his backroom staff. We've said it for weeks and weeks and weeks. He, he should have gone. It's not just on him, it's on it's on the board big still, it's on the players majorly. Um but unfortunately we're going to be we're going to be stuck with Van Bronckhurst until we kick off against um, I think it's Hibbs, Ibrooks is the first game back on that Thursday night. So he's going to be in a dugout. Whether we'll have many players back, I don't know. I know Ryan Jack came back, but I know he's away with Scottish Scotland tomorrow night, so that will no doubt get injured there. So, um, but now in terms of Geo, I don't know what else more we can say about it. We've said our feelings on it. Every Rangers fan has said their feelings on it, but we all know what's happening in terms of they're not going to push the button, Rangers. So, unfortunately, we need to get on with it at the moment, and it's it's soul destroying and. This is what I feared rolling it in the World Cup, this bad feeling. And it's just going to rumble on until we we meet Hibs um, at Ibrooks. But that's my bit in Geo. Overall in the season, I don't know if you'll break it down, Carney. you probably will, but the positive was getting to the Champions League was a positive, but the rest of it, complete negative. Another positive you can say on the semi final of the League Cup, if you want to say it, against Aberdeen at Hamden. Um, but in terms of the league, shambles for me. Absolute shambles. You can break it down in terms of the games we've lost and drawn, etc. But it's something uh, not good enough. They can basically concede the title in November. That's not good enough for me. So, in one word, and I'll try and keep it positive for Ryan shambles.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can mate. It's um I, I would tend to agree. Look, there's there's been a number of things, and don't get me wrong, when we come on and speak about our 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 choices that we've done in the preview pod for like play of the year, etc. And the but you're always positive at the start of the season, right? No matter what, you always you're always upbeat because you're looking forward to the real football getting back and you're you're kind of on a high, you've seen some of the new players, you kinda like what you're see what you're seeing. But really, honestly, from the first Old Firm game of the season, we've had slight moments of positivity in terms of a few performances. that You could kind of say, that was good, that was good, but there's just been no consistency at all. Uh, Yes, obviously, we'll come on to injuries um, after this, we'll we'll speak about injuries, but there's not been enough. There just hasn't been enough and it's not enough to try and... um, Kind of hang your hat on, so yeah, I love doing positive pods, man. It's my favourite thing in the world. Scotia, your thoughts as well. Obviously, the board have um, have not made an announcement, and obviously, your, your thoughts on the overall overall season so far. Are you in the same boat as me, and Ali? Though, in terms of Geo, that if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now.
3: Uh, in terms of Geo, I think if he was going to be let go and someone else brought in, then it, the ball would have been set in motion already by midday. Excuse me, would have maybe have heard a wee bit more sort of coming from the club in that regard. Not really heard much at the moment. Although I think I listened to the Heart and Hand daily update it was saying that the player, obviously some of the players will be away in international duty for these friendlies tomorrow and over the next few days in the World Cup. But they're all in a break for about two weeks. I think they've got two weeks off and then they're back in after two weeks. So they maybe do have like this uh, this next week, if they're going to do something, that someone break this week. But if nothing's done by then, then I think you can be fairly, fairly certain that then Gio's in for the long haul until we get absolutely gubbed in on the second of January, no doubt. Um but so, so yeah, I I, I think I, I think that you know Geo's gonna be sticking around. I think the the board have got a few options, a few things, and I know you talked about the injuries, which is probably one of the major things that's maybe given them a wee bit of leeway with the board, slightly. Yeah. Um on the season overall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Ali getting in, getting in, getting into Champions League was great considering as well that the, the performance we put in in that first game uh, against USG. Who, you know, we, we were like, oh, What's going on here? We managed to turn that around to get decent results against PSV, getting into the Champions League, Champions League after that, non event. It was an embarrassment, if anything. Um, domestically, see if we'd done this three weeks ago. I could maybe have found a way to spin some positivity on the season domestically, because really all that was was the Celtic result was the kind of the major one. And then the draw against Hibs, which I think we, we all said, you know, because of Lundstrom getting sent off incorrectly, that really changed the game. I think if we stayed with at least 10 men, we would have seen that game out. But there was all these underlying issues in some of the games that you were like, you could see something coming. And it was the, the, these last three weeks really have been the nail in the coffin for us domestically. With the draws to Levy and St. Mirren and St. John's defeat as well, so gambles,
1: uh, yes, yeah, I agree. Uh, the, the last three performances are should have been should have been it. It should have been it. it. Really, it really should have been because we 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 were clutching on to limping our way to the World Cup to get the three um, the, get the three games wins, nine points out of nine. There was no excuses for it, and now we're left with we've made all our excuses and the boards don't, don't really seem to be making any right now um, which is only going to add fuel to the fire uh, honestly I just don't know why they why they do it but here you go that's where we're at just now um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and trying to get different results I think that's the I think that's the thing for it anyway um, hang on I'm just trying to find my seatbelt everybody because strap myself in because Ryan Haymarch is up next, uh, Ryan I know you're in agreement, mate, without even saying that if it was going to happen, it would have happened. I I think I'm going along the lines of that. I get where Scotia's Scotia's coming from, we might have this week, but I just don't see it happening. And your thoughts on the, the season so far, mate? Well, firstly,
4: look what Rangers have done to our positive Scotia. Look what I know, they've broken him he's, <laughs> he's called he's called the old firm in the second of the he's called it he's just went, nah, it's, it's not happening, we're getting punched. and that's what Rangers have done so shame on you Rangers shame, shame on you, you for let, for letting us bring him down to this level uh, oh, where, do you start? where do you start? we'll start at the beginning we're limping straight away with, with USG which I forgot about the, the domestic uh, game as well in Livingston, we just didn't come to traps, really slow, lethargic, and that was the theme throughout the beginning of the season. We had the odd the odd scoreline, like I think it was Ross County we beat 4-0, but the only performance I really enjoyed in terms of just style of play and was the second half against Aberdeen. I thought we were looked really good, and I remember texting the chat and saying, I think I enjoyed myself today, like <laughs> kind of tongue-in-cheek. I was like, I actually was happy walking away for Ibrox today, which is an unusual feeling at the moment, as we all know. Um Rangers just haven't started, the recruitment's not been right in the summer. Obviously, you guys have watched the a couple of years have watched the podcast back. I was kind of took tolerance and sanity. Hopefully the board come through and, and the, they spend the money. I was a bit shocked that we didn't spend the money after we qualified against PSV. I still feel that's the wrong decision. I don't care what I hear at this AGM. My views are, as I said to you in the pub on Saturday, that we've got a balance wrong. We've got a, I think the playing squad has taken a hit in terms of recruitment opposed to and they've probably focused on paying the investors back and and off the field um investment as well. And I think Rangers Rangers priority should always be the current playing squad and improving that and, and keeping the standards up. And we've we've faced the ultimate price for it because yeah, the title's gone for me. It's, it's gone and that kills me to say it. To say it in November is ridiculous, but it, it does kill me to say it. But the most frustrating thing, guys, is we all knew this was coming. Like, Scotia said they could maybe put a positive spin on it three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, I'm pretty sure 75% of us were saying this is going to happen before the World Cup. This this title's going to go before the World Cup. I certainly felt like that. I maybe didn't say it in the pod. I certainly felt like that, I did. And, um, and unfortunately, you look at the opposition and they're the opposite. They're flying, they're fast, they're attacking, they're banging goals in, and they're the opposite of us at the moment. They've got their recruitment right and they've got their um, they've got everything right at the moment and we're we're a shell of the team that won, won the title a couple of years ago and that is on the board. And as I said on Saturday, I'm past the stage of of calling Van Bronckhorst out anymore. I heard there was a Dutch guy on Sky Sports News earlier today who hasn't spoken to Van Bronckhorst for years, but seems to know everything about Van Bronckhorst and apparently he's staying. But I don't know whether you take that with a pinch of salt. But yes, Van Bronckhorst looks as if he is staying. And it looks as if it's all about money, whether it's him, whether it's the board, but it does look as if it's about money because if it wasn't about money, I think the board would have removed him from his position and looked to get that new manager bounce get into this world cup. And um, it's not happened and we face faced the ultimate price.
1: Yeah, it's hard to disagree. Um, in, in terms of, look, I, I, it's quite, it's obviously, I, I, people have put forward the argument or it's due to like, um, if Celtic's form wasn't as good, or if Celtic weren't at so many points ahead, you wouldn't be calling for this. But I, I completely disagree with that because I would, because I can see what's happening in front of my eyes when I go to the games. I can see the 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 body language even of Giovan Bronckhurst. It's been called out numerous times. Um, the, the body language of him. and the, I am not seeing improvements ever since the pr- pr- pretty much the the old form again. Um, the, the confidence just completely evaporated Out of the, out of the team uh, And Europe was just a, a kind of prime Example of that where we just got absolutely shown up in every game Um, I don't, I generally And maybe that's blue tinted glasses for me I generally don't think we're a million miles away From Celtic, I don't, but right now With the style of play that we have And the players looking like They just don't want to play for the manager anymore It's hard to see how we could close that gap Some, Celtic have struggled in some games this season, of course they have, and every club is going to struggle domestically, but you can't take away from that they get the result more time than not, and that's the thing that will be the killer. Because when we go behind, we all seen it happening with our own eyes when we're watching the football at the weekend, we all knew exactly what we were seeing, um, and yeah, it looks like we're just going to have to continue on with it and hope that. Well, Lawrence comes back as the news is the news of Dan Hadji comes back as the new Cristiano Ronaldo, and that's how we're going to need to take it forward, going from there, because that's look that looks like what we're what we're going to do and what we're going to what we're going to aim for. Ali, come back to you, mate. Now, all the criticism that we have been given, yes, um, is... You have to take all the factors into it, um at the same time, and the injuries that we've had this season are I, I can't remember it ever being this bad. Honestly, I can't remember like a full squad, pretty much. not a full, I mean, in terms of a starting squad, if that makes sense, something to choose from. Um, I can't remember so many players that have ever being out. Again, though, I will caveat that caveat that with the players that were on uh, planes St man are more than capable of beating that, beating St. Murren, So there's no real excuse for me in that level. But in terms of injuries, mate, is there a problem here with what we're doing on the training field? Because has Geo just had like the most terrible of
2: luck? I don't know. The, the, the drumlet like flies each week. That's, I mean, that that's his, his joker card, his get out of jail card, Geo, at the moment, these injuries. And the, I think the board are using this, but the. If you look at the injuries at the moment, we have zero centre-halves at the moment because Mm. Leon King had a uh, concussion. Concussion. So, yeah. So, Well, James Sands apparently is a natural centre-half, so I'm lying there, (laughs) we've got one. Um, But no, we've got no uh, centre-halves. Hadji's out. I mean, you could run through Lawrence's out. Kamaru. (laughs) I know Ryan Jack came back at at the weekend there, but it's been... Yeah, I don't remember a run of injuries like this. I mean, the back line's been completely taken out. Ryan's Turkish delight, Yelmaz, another one taken out. We're back to the old guard of your, your Darfields, Davis. We'll say Ryan Jack came back there, but we're, we're going back to these players, and McGregor. And some of the new players were brought in just aren't up to it. But the injuries... Is it something that's happening in the training ground? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> because we don't see what happens in the training ground, so it's hard, it's hard to pinpoint it. But it is a hell of a lot of injuries. A hell of a lot of injuries. But there's nothing we can do about it. We, we've got enough decent players in the park to be beaten. St Mernet at weekend, Livingston at Ibrooks. We should have more than enough. These teams would take first eleven over there, first eleven no doubt. Maybe not Matondo, but they would take they would <laughs> take they would take them. So we should be beating these teams regardless of how many injuries we've got. So I just think it's a get out of jail card at the moment for Jill and the board at the moment, but it's uh is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. We just need to motor on, on and hopefully get some of them back.
1: Yeah, Scotia, cool, I think as well. <laughs> all the all the engines have been really different and obviously there's complicated ones within that. You've got Sutter's that was a deep lying issue. Kamar Roof, whose legs are made of um glass. I presume they're made of glass anyway. Uh, obviously Hollanders was a real bad one, hajis was a real bad one. But and everything's different. I, so it's hard to really pinpoint it. But again, I'm same say I still I still end up at the, the same conclusion that we should still be able to beat the majority of SPFL teams with a pretty de- depleted
3: squad? Yeah, we should. But the problem, I think the problem we've had with injuries. The defence has been a big, massive concern for me. As soon as Goldson got injured, that was a worry because it meant, to me in my mind when that happened, it meant that Tav was never really going to be be dropped. Because there's... there's and although Tav's not officially been injured this season, everyone's kind of looked at Tav and went... Something not quite right there in terms of he must be carrying something a wee bit. But because Goldson's out and his suitors out and Hellander's out, he's, he can't afford to not to not play Tav. And Tav could do we, probably do be a few games out. And that could be similar. You could put that as well sort of further up the park. When Lawrence goes out injured, you're really relying on Tillman. Obviously, Lowry was out injured at that period as well. So you're asking Tillman, who's a young lad, which I think sometimes gets overlooked, to do all this work and then you're relying on him, you're relying on your likes at Arfield and stuff. They're just not up to the task of playing week in, week out. So I think the injuries where we've got, the injuries have hit us in key areas that, this, that we've maybe looked at and thought, no, we'll be fine. If if this if this these thing, injuries didn't happen, we'd be okay. But they've all happened and it's been asking it to rely on either really young players or players that are probably getting towards the very end or maybe past playing for Rangers stage of their career where they are. I went on to transfer market today and just had a look at through the injury kind of list that they had on there. There was one name that obviously no one mentions anymore because you know he's he's had this issue since he signed, and that's awful, bro, That he's yeah. sort of sitting in our injury list as well. That's a 480. Well, this is according to transfer market, 487 days. He's been out injured, and missed 95 matches. Then you've got your likes of Haji, Taylor under Suter, Lawrence Goldson, Jack, Yelmaz Sakala, who's took that strain but not too bad if we see if we were playing a game midweek this week we would be absolutely buggered because like mm. Ali says I think Davies probably would be able to play 45 minutes but that would be it Jolak obviously could, didn't play at the weekend there he probably wouldn't be able to play the full match um, Kamara get pulled up with a, a leg issues pulled out of the international squad this week so it's happening all the time, and it does, it gets me wondering back to what Arfield mentioned all that time back ago about, oh, we're doing lots of ball work. Was there enough done in kind of the, that stamina training that you need to do to kind of build your body up for the rigours of a, a league season, a condensed league season, really, given the World Cups there?
1: Yeah, Ryan, are you... Fr- uh... Again, this is probably my ignorance more than else, mate, but I refuse to believe a modern-day football team is not putting the work in for fitness. I just refuse to believe that. Surely, surely that they are doing the correct work that they're meant to be doing, and I'll take a point there that Scotia made. Do you think if we didn't have all these injuries, do you think we would be okay? I know that's a hypothetical question, mate, but I still have my doubts about the way we're trying to play football. And
4: In terms of injuries... <clears throat> There's definitely a shout with the defence. I mean, with no centre-halves. We've no centre-halves no at all. So, yes, I think there's a shout that our defence is, is taking a battering with injuries. However, the problem for me is Rangers having the ball. When Rangers have the ball going forward, we're not creating anywhere near the chances we should be. And we have Ryan Kent, who's our number one, I've had the two hands here, I would do it, number one left midfielder. We've got Tavernier, who's our captain. We've got our two strikers are fit. We've got Lundstrom, who's our best centre midfielder, apparently. So I'm sorry, like that's not an excuse to. Yes, I know Hadji and Lawrence are injured, etc. Lawrence started. His Rangers, his Rangers, cleared well. That's it. Hadji was not playing well before he got injured. I think even Schoo would admit to that. Admit that, but he does give you something different. Don't but I, I won't get. I won't. I won't buy the. I won't buy the excuse of that's a problem for Rangers and and, and use it as an excuse because it's not Rangers style. Rangers look lethargic on the ball. They look uninspiring. They can't create anything. They very rarely hit shots at from outside the box. They don't flood the box when they're crossing the ball in. It's all pedestrian and it's it's just broken for me. The whole thing's broken and. Um, Another other question, sorry. I'm going to go down a, down a manhole there.
1: I've got um, no idea, mate.
4: <laughs> I, think <laughs> well, actually a, not. I think I'll just make the other question up. Is the only that's positive fine. of Rangers this season Antonio Cholak? Yes, it is. Because thank <laughs> God we signed that guy because that man-child i you seen on the pitch on Saturday, mm. he can go whenever he likes. I love Cholak because I think he sticks out, his application sticks out, and he has been the one positive for me. Rangers because I think he looks a quality striker and he doesn't look unfit. So why does everyone else look unfit?
1: That's a good point, mate. It's a very good point. Uh can you imagine where we would be if, if if Trolak wasn't here? Honestly. Can you imagine? For- <laughs> Literally. Uh that would not be not be a good viewing at all. Um yeah, right. If you've survived that twenty four minutes, twenty-five <laughs> minutes of pure absolute positivity in your life, we're about to have a wee bit of a laugh, which will which will please us. So the start of the season we've done a preview, but it was a return of Club Deck Corner after the after the the summer break. And uh, yeah, we did a, a preview where we picked who we thought a player of the year was going to be, who we thought the top goal scorer was going to be and who the unsung hero or the surprise package of the year was going to be. Eh, I'm not going to lie, lads, when I watch this back, eh, <laughs> I, honestly, the difference and the, the 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 whole tone of the podcast is like night and day, literally night and day. And another thing I meant to bring up, see when we were getting slated for being too negative and all that from certain people, I've not I've not done an apology or anything because I'm I i do not see much positivity coming from any of the comments of so just saying, just saying. Uh, but yes, no, that's uh, that's raised a smile. Um so we start we'll start with the player of the year. Now, we all picked John Lindstrom, right? I I changed slightly, um, and because everybody, as soon as I think Ali went first and they picked Lundstrom and the faces of Scotia and Ryan, uh, we all kind of looked at each other and realised that we'd all picked Lindstrom. Uh, so I, I actually changed mine and went to to Tom Lawrence. Um, now, I mean, he's not played enough to, to even know. However, what Ryan said, I still. I'll say it's correct that he's had a good start to his Rangers career, but that's it, because we've not had enough time to really see him over a a, a long period of time, uh, but what I will say is we've missed him, uh, but I think you would miss me in that team right now, to be completely honest, um, but yeah, I, I do think we've missed him, I don't think we've missed him. Um, Ali, John Lundstrom, mate, uh, I'll come round to all you, probably, for this. We all oh, thank him, mate. I know, I'm sorry. We all, <laughs> we we all, honestly, if just go back, I can't remember what date it was on, but go back and watch it because the difference is just unbelievable in our our, um, our um, tone. But we, we did all pick on him, mate. And to be fair, we probably were right to it. He finished last season on an absolute high, but he's got previous for this. This happened to him at Sheffield United.
2: Yeah, he was, um, he, he probably was our best player at the tail end of last season, especially the Europa League. Um, you know, pick-up run. But um, I, that's why I picked him because I thought he would kick on this season. But he's been dragged down by the rest of them. I think Lundstrom has been pretty awful this season, to be honest. He's um, But then again, who do you give pass marks for? There's probably only one guy you have pass marks for at the moment. But in terms of Lundstrom this season, he's been poor. Yeah, I picked Lundstrom because I honestly did think he would kick on because he had that Six six months at the beginning of his Rangers career, when we were already shipping back down to England, the turn of the turn of the year, he he started to play, and then, like I say, the European run he he was exceptional, and that's why we all thought he would just bring him into this season. But he's not. He's been brought down by the rest of the players around about him. So, yeah, <laughs> there's not much more I can say in that. When I picked him, I hold my hands up and go. I got it wrong, along with probably the rest of the ones I've picked.
1: Yeah, uh, the rest of your ones aren't, aren't great either, mate, to be fair. Um, we we'll all we'll fall into the same category at one point as well. Uh, Scotia, we were just talking about fitness and all that. I, 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 sometimes I do agree with Ali in terms of he maybe has been dragged down and I do think he thinks that he has to do every job himself sometimes because nobody else is really doing in round about him. There is no doubt his form has been pretty shocking, and the fitness thing as well, he's looked so tired in games, and early on in games as well, so it's uh, it's not been a, a good start to the season for him.
3: No, I mean, Ali says there that he's been dragged down, I don't, and there's some occasions I look at Lundstrom and think he's dragging players down round about him the way that he seems to be playing, so I think you've been pretty generous to him uh, for periods, I get where you're coming from In some occasions, Ali, that can be the case, but you mentioned that six month period at the start of his Rangers career and it was during this period where he was playing with Davis an awful lot and he was always getting in Davis's way or Davis' way, way and he didn't really start to click into gears until Ryan Jack came back into the team and he had like a settled midfielder beside him and they kind of knew what they were doing which I think this season the only time we've really seen it was that second half against Aberdeen. For him and S- or, well, Sands had dropped back to defence by that point actually, but he was playing along with Arfield there, and it seemed like he was having a decent game. This season, Lindstrom, yeah, he's been very disappointing. Is it the fitness thing? Is it did he run himself into the ground towards the end of last season? I think an awful lot of the, the players did, and there's there's this kind of hangover effect of having such a kind of euphoric end to the season as it was in terms of the cup and the, obviously not winning the Europe but you know getting to that final as well must have taken a lot of an awful lot out of the players but he's been poor this season him, him and him along with Tavern two of the players you expect to of you know be leaders on the pitch and they've they've not impressed me so far this season
1: yeah Ryan, he did mention on Paddy the Baddies' podcast that um, I wasn't getting that's It's not a plug, by the way, or I'm not getting paid for that. Um, he said that he's got a bit of an ankle issue, but he's been for scans and whatever else, and it's fine. See, when a player comes out and says that everything's fine and he's been for scans and all that, then you've got to take that as in, well, you're fit to play. You, you, you are fit to play, but um, you also picked him as um, player of the, what would be the player of the year, mate, and so far, he's not even slightly met that standard.
4: Oft, I remember. <laughs> I remember this one being my confident choice. I remember being <laughs> like, Oh, aye. oh I've, I've, nailed, up. I've nailed it. It's our banker, I've nailed it. Get your mortgage on this one, boys. This is a safe bet. <laughs> uh, <sighs> where do you start with Lundstrom? I think with John Lundstrom, we always think to ourselves, as, as Scott alluded to there, that him and Tav have always got kind of. Rangers at heart, they'll into they'll, they'll the tank for us. If they're playing badly, they'll at least they'll try their heart out. As you know, what's gutted me, it's kind of like finding out your wife's cheated on you. Well, <laughs> ex-wife for me, but it's kind of like finding your girlfriend or that's cheated on you because see when Lundstrom gave that ball up at St. Johnston, mm-hmm. he's the last player I would have said that would have done it. He, he, he gave up. He, there was no injury. He just gave up on the ball. And that, for me, was his born Barisic moment. That was his moment where I can't see any way back for Lundstrom, for me, because if, if you would given up, then you're at the wrong club. You you need to fight for this jersey. It's, it's simple as that. That's all the successes in our in our history, fight for that jersey. And um, he has been so disa- so disappointing. <laughs> I think he's got worse as the season's gone on, Carney. I think he started quite poorly, but he was getting through. And just I think it was was it I think it was Scotia it first highlighted it, why is nobody calling Lundstrom out? And I was like, God, I've been thinking that for weeks but not wanted to say it. And he he was playing really poorly and he's just got worse game by game. And um whether it's fitness or whether it is a hangover from last season, I don't know. And I'll be honest, I'm not really interested. Just get your game on, get it on. Or if you need a rest, speak to the manager and say, Listen, I think you need to drop me for a couple of games because it's not happening for me. I'm not playing myself out of this bad form. So I think he needs to have a bit of reflection time to himself over the next, what is it, five, six weeks i have got this World Cup and and come back refreshed and honest with with the manager. If it is Van Bronckwass, be honest with him and say where he's at, with his game, because I think he is a detriment to that Rangers team at the moment. I don't think he is bringing anything to the table in a... Uh, I can't believe I'm saying that because I, I was excited to see from this season and it's just not happening for him, but I hope he proves me wrong and I hope he fights back and, and turns it round, but um, he's, a, he's a huge concern of mine.
1: I get that, mate. I do get that. I think as well what doesn't help is the current state of the team and where we are sitting domestically that all the credit, that they have, it will fastly, it will, it just empties, it just completely disappears because of what, what we're witnessing. And sometimes I feel maybe that's us, but I, I, our kind of old kind of school traditions of, of being a Rangers fan, we brought up a Rangers fan, but I'll never, ever be any different. And I never want the values of my club to change. I never want that to be any different than what it should be. We should be given more than the team that we're playing every single time. And if we come out, and we've gave everything and we get beat Then, as Rangers fans we all accept that genuinely we do even in old firms you'll accept it you might be raging about it at the time but the following day you'll have you'll reflect on it you'll go God that was a, a hell of a game or whatever we were just unlucky but when you're just seeing players just look like they're disinterested it's the most frustrating thing to watch it really is it really is It's it's, it's it, <laughs> it doesn't have bring you down and it says it all when we were all the last game we all went to Ibrox um together. Every one of us was like, do you want to stay in the pub? <laughs> like, do you want to just like stay in the pub instead of going? And actually should never be like that. Do you know what I mean? You should never ever be like that. Um top goal scorer. Um Ali, me and you picked Alfredo Morelos. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I said he's um what did I say? He's gonna have the season when he's season of his life. He's gonna come back in the best shape he's ever been in, and he's gonna blow Scottish football away this season. You said he's the main man. Um we were wrong, mate.
2: <laughs> yes. Very wrong. <laughs> he's still got <clears throat> the second half of the season, or more <laughs> than the second half of the season yeah. to come back. Str- <laughs> Stranger things have happened, but yeah. Morelos, uh, we all had a wee. I actually said to Scotia, "Oh God, probably four or five weeks ago." I said, "Scotia, you're probably in my shot with Cholak, by the way," and he is. Scotia's going to be right because I can't see Morelos coming even close to Cholak. I can even see Rangers punting Morelos in January if some if some well, club came in for him. I think
1: they should. Uh, for the record, <clears throat> yes. I think they well,
2: should. Yeah. I think they should as well. I know we've all said we've discussed Morelos. I thought his performance at the weekend was an embarrassment. He just looked like a boy; he didn't want to be there. He looked like he's given up, in what a sad way to potentially leave Rangers from what he was. I mean, he was the main man. Let's be honest about it. He was the main man for for years with Rangers, and this season, he's just he's just gone downhill dramatically. And for a guy that wants to move on somewhere else and and better his career and go and go to a bigger league. I don't know who would touch him now. I really don't because what's he shown? He's shown absolutely nothing at the moment. And I'm, I mean, me and Ryan have discussions him the quite a lot. And I was done with him weeks and months ago, done with him. He's let us down too many times, that the weekend for me. It, he was the only guy that we could play up front. Geo knew it, he knew it and he just looked like he didn't want to be in the park and he gave us nothing, Morelos. So yes, I said he would be <laughs> the the top goal scorer, but um he won't be. And I'm the same as you. If we could get rid of him in January, I'd get rid of him. If somebody came in with some even see if somebody come in with something like a a loan offer in January to take him. Even to get him off the waist book.
1: Well, he's a, summer, sure. he's a free he's free in the summer, but even
2: alone, just to get him off the books and get his wage off the books, if possible, I would, because I don't even know what his value is in January. I don't think he's worth anything at the moment, to be honest, but um, very disappointed in Morelos. I was disappointed yes. he put his Christmas tree up early as well. I like Christmas too, <laughs> but you don't put that up early either. But, but um, no... And it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be a shame, especially all the balloon shops around Scotland, Carney as well, because he's um, yeah. he's kept them afloat. Sorry about he the has. pun there, but he's kept them afloat. So um, <laughs> no, it's disappointing because for there he's went for there, and he's. I think yeah, everyone's even the, fed up with him now. Everyone.
1: Yeah, the we the we. Alfredo Morelos fanboy thing in my head is still saying the board will have to take, I I, I mean, a small element of blame for this because we shouldn't be letting players enter the last year of their contract. It shouldn't be happening. You should never have it, especially with players that of Mirelos, of Ryan Kent, of Conor Gault, when it happened, you shouldn't be letting that happen. You either make the decision if it's not happening, put an ultimatum on it, almost, and if it doesn't happen, you get rid of them. Um, it's as simple as that, and I think that's something that the board are are going to need to learn quickly. But no, I'm the same. If if the, if we can get them gone and uh, get somebody else in in January, then I think it, I think both parties would be quite happy. And it's a shame. It's a shame. It's going to it would be it would be going to end like that, but. The weekend was just nowhere near it, man. Absolutely nowhere near it. It really wasn't from uh, Alfredo. Uh, Scotia, you picked Tony Goals, mate, and uh, so far you're spot on. You're welcome. Yeah, it's
2: a <laughs>
3: yes. to your face, Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've not watched the back, but I think the reason that I said this picture Jolak was because I was like, right, he's going to be a striker, so you only to get fire goals in because we want to get into the Champions League. And I think at that time I was expecting Alfie to be back m- starting September, <laughs> mid-September. <laughs> I mean, it's November now, and I don't think Alfie's still quite fully back. But no, I, I, yeah, positivity then. Chulak, yeah, and he's doing well. He's, what that's, He's got 11 goals domestically in 14 games. He has, been, ever since he's got announced, though, as being the that, uh, player of the season for, what was it, October, September, or September, October. He's kind of hit a wee barren spell, but that's kind of coincided with us Dropping lots of points and Kenny kind of not doing much, but no, it's yeah, Cholak. But um, I won't. I'll, I'll just look. At, speaking on Morelos, he's our um, fourth top goal scorer on three goals with only one start and eleven eleven off the bench. And out, out of our squads, right out of the twenty six players that have featured domestically for us, only ten of them have scored. And Alfie's our fourth on three. <laughs> God, it's, I don't know if you, it's, it's almost It's almost. See Sorry I just for interrupting there But see with Cholak It's almost like we've replaced the issue we had last season That oh, it was only Alfie that mm. was scoring So we've just basically replaced Cholak for Alfie And it's because Alfie's been frustrating this season That he's not managing to contribute very much Yeah, who's our second top? Tav, the penalties? Well, you can go to Ryan And Ryan can discuss his bit Just pick. making sure
1: <laughs> Yeah, because it is his bit now Yeah um, <laughs> Ryan, you were um, James Tavenier, mate And your, your reasons behind that To be a top goal scorer was VAR was coming in We're going to get more penalties than ever And you also said that he will benefit From having a right winger like Matondo In front of him um, Over to you, mate
4: Double down Double down, boys Matondo, come good <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aye, so Never take drugs, kids. That's what the... That's <laughs> what they nah, so I, I genuinely... What I was doing with TAV and my, my thinking behind this was, as you know, I can be very much a part of the FFS TAV team. There's no doubt about it. He frustrates the life out of me. And at the moment, I am very much done with him. He can't turn that around. Yeah, he's done it before. Shoved up me I don't know how many times. So, but I still criticise Tav, I think he's, from open play, I think he's terrible at times. I think he doesn't shoot enough, he doesn't take people on enough, he doesn't cut inside enough. He's constantly looking for that early cross because I think he has got a good shot in him and I just hope that maybe having a right winger in front of him would allow him to, to cut inside and get involved with a striker and um, it's interesting if the figures Scotia gives there with with who's scored goals and I think you're right Scotia I think you're nailing the head that we have replaced the 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 Mirelos goals with Cholak and and nothing else that's all we've done because that just highlights for me that the system we play is flawed Um, again uh, I'll get it in the comments for us you look across the city and their guys up front whether it's whoever we'll just I don't want to name them but they're all goal scorers. They're all cutting inside and scoring goals. And um, guys who play either side of a striker don't. And and that's a big difference for us going forward. But in terms of Tavernier, I still think he'll get a few extra goals this season from penalties. But going forward now, he's not going to be top goal scorer. It's going to be Antonio Cholak. I don't see that changing unless he gets a bad injury. Touchwood, he does not.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I do agree with that. Um, the unsung hero now surprise package. Uh, Scotia, I'll let you go on this because you and Ali were the same. Um, You've picked <laughs> Glenn Kamara, so Scotia, um, over to you. <laughs> uh, can we can we call it the
3: surprise package rather than the unsung hero? Because I think yeah, surprise, think the surprise package. package yeah. There's a wee bit we've got a wee bit of shout there because it has been a yeah. surprise how how. Yeah, he's not featured at all, really. Um, from no. given from what well, given that Gio used to play him all the time, um last season. Obviously, but don't know if a few injuries have maybe kept him out, but it's not really featured. Anytime he has, he's just frustrating where he's getting played. I think was it the game at the weekend there? Had the ball, edge of the box, can have the has the chance to shoot, but he won't shoot because it's Kamara, can have the chance to kind of play it a bit further forward. And he's similar to like how Ryan goes on about Barisic. Kamara can be very bad at times for playing this really safe ball, just out to the side or just back the way we bit. And it ends up meaning that someone's going to cross it in. Kamara's been worse than useless for us this season so far. I think I can't really think of... Did he play well in one of the European games? Was PSE at home? Did they have a decent game there? Not, not the European games in the Champions League. The ones for the qualifiers, I think he maybe had a decent game in there. Maybe. But that's all that I can really think with Kamara. Um obviously he's picked up this injury. It doesn't look as if it's going to be too long. What Kamara's on in contract, what, for another two seasons, I think. Two seasons, yeah. Five twenty-six, yeah. So he's st- he, he, we've still got him and he's still a potential sellable asset, but right now the way he's playing. He's gone from being 50 grand to about what 60 million back down to being somewhere.
4: I thought you were going to say
1: 60 grand. I'll take it. I mean, if the board get 250 grand for him, look at the profit there is in that. Uh, But no, obviously, we'd go for more than that. I believe he's a much better player than that. But Ali, I'll come to you. He's just. He's not really featured. And I am still of the opinion that he asked to get away. Um, just reading in between the lines of the stories that you've seen come out, I think he's asked to go away and it's not
2: happened for him. And he does cut a frustrated figure at times. Yeah, I've said it for a wee while. There's, there's two best pals in, in Bassey and Rebo left in the summer. And he's kind of left there on his own now. He, he, does, he looks like he doesn't want to be there, to be honest. He's been out for a while. He had that injury... But uh, he's looked a shadow of the Glenn Kamara that we've seen what he can be. Because he is a he's a good football player. Glenn Kamara is a good football player. He's good in Europe, usually. But this season, looks disinterested. Again at the weekend, another player that just looked like he didn't want to be there. That supposed disagreement with Gio in the tunnel, whether it happened or not, he had to actually get his lawyer to come out with a statement about that on during the week. So... Yeah, for me, Kamara. I know, I think Scotia said he got two years left in his contract, but he's another one for me to move on January or the summer time to because he doesn't want to be here. So I'd be looking to to ship him out as well. So okay, so many players left by the time I get through them all. No, uh,
1: no honestly, mate. <laughs> it's looking like that. Um, mine was Ryan Kent um, to be the unsung hero or kind of surprise package. He scored um, a goal, he? That was a surprise. Yeah, it oh, has, it has. <laughs> um, and one assist, maybe two assists uh, But add him to flourish With players like Tillman, Lawrence And Matondo around him Ryan I'll come straight onto yours mate I don't want to get any further into mine You pick Conor Goldson mate, but you a tough on that mate Because obviously there's a massive Conor Goldson shaped hole at the back uh, In our defence uh, I'm going to stick with that one I'm
4: going to stick with it because I anticipate He'll be back Hopefully, um, after after the new year. So I'm going to anticipate that if things do change, I'd, I hope I'm right when I say this. You just can't see the season continuing the way it is. Something's got to change. Somehow, please. <laughs> Something's got to change. And I think if Conor Goldson comes back and shows that defence up, I think we'll see what we've got in Conor Goldson because I do think he gets a lot of unfair criticism. But there's, def- there's definitely a hole in even in terms of organisation, at centre half, you could see him and Davies were just just starting to form a kind of partnership together, and I was quite happy with the two of them. Um, so yeah, I'm going to stick with Conor Goldson as being my own son and hero. I think if he, God willing, gets his fitness back and goes back into the team, I think well, I think a lot of people realise what we've got in Conor Goldson.
1: I agree. I do agree. And um, probably after maybe after the the January window we'll come back and we'll review our choices maybe and we'll give us all a chance to change maybe two of them or something like that, I don't know, think something up, think something up. But you did mention obviously the rest of the season can't go on like this and it kind of leads me on perfectly to the kind of last thing we'll speak about. I'll come back to you, Ryan, first on this. The rest of the season ahead, mate, look, we don't really know what we're going to do in terms of recruitment, it's too early, Mm -hmm. um, really to discuss that, we'll be playing football before then. But the rest of the season ahead, mate, it doesn't look like the board are going to, they're not going to pull the trigger on Gio. So, I suppose, what do you expect for the rest of the season? And how does Gio survive? Um, I have my opinion on what he has to do for the, to get at the end of this season. And it's a, it's a hell of a mountain I think he needs to climb. I'll, I'll tell you what I want to happen. And then I'll tell you what I think is
4: going to happen. So, this is financial. I think it's very clear it's financial that we are holding on to Van Bronck and his his management team and the reason why they've not they've not been relieved of their duties is due to the, the financial package that they probably won't or they're probably entitled to as we always always forget his fans. I think I want the board to raise those funds. How to do, do it through investors or through the accounts or they have to reevaluate their business plan or move a couple of players on. I don't know how to do it, but they need to do it. And then I want him to bring a new manager in and I want him to steady the ship and I want him to do similar to what Alan McLeish did in his first season and win the two Cups and give us some optimism going into uh, the following season and some hope and something to be positive about and talk about in this podcast. Mm. Do I think all that will happen? No, I don't. I think Van Bronckhorst will be here on the 2nd of January. And uh, I'm very much in the same camp as Scotia, but I think it's going to happen the second of January because I don't understand how anything could possibly change with those players' attitude, I'm going to say, because it does look as if a lot of them do have a a bad attitude and poor application towards our team. So I am not holding out much hope. And bear in mind, we also play Aberdeen in the semi-final two weeks after that, is it? Even two weeks, 10 days after that. (coughs) So I fear... That it's going to be, if I'm being honest, a trophyless season this season again. Carney. I don't see how we can possibly outdo that lot. Um, I think we've got a big game against Aberdeen and on at Hamden to, to overcome before we even think about playing that lot in the final. So, I think the board will not take action, and I fear that we are going to end up trophyless this season. Sorry.
1: It's okay mate, it's fine um, I, I, it's, it's your honest opinion um, I, I'm, It's always going to be like that um, My take on it for what it's worth I will agree that I don't I think if the board are going to act, it's going to be far too late. It's going to be at the point where we're only going to be left in probably one competition. Because I honestly think even if if Gio's in charge at the start of January, it doesn't matter what happens at the second of January, he'll still be here after it, no matter what the score line is. I just I don't see how the club would then bite the the board would then bite the bullet then because why have you wasted all this time? All you're doing is opening yourself up to criticism, and it's a it's a hell of a nail to to hang your hat on, really. Um, if that's what they're they're hoping for to change this this season around. Um, so I I think Gio's going to be here probably until the end of the season. Uh, and yeah, I I struggle to I struggle to see where we get success from. Uh, I in, in order for him to save his job, generally, and that and they'll get slated for this, and it'll be blue tinted glasses and whatever else. And for me, for him to save his job, he has to win the league, and he has to win a cup. That, but you won't. Do you know what I mean? The league's already at the point where I think we're never going to get close to. Celtic are going to need to implode um, in order for us to get close. And but I I feel if we get to the end of the season, it's still geo. And we don't. We'd not win the league, regardless of what happens in the two cups. Generally, uh, that's time. That's enough because he's 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 chucked up, he's chucked it away twice, pretty much two leagues. I agree with you, mate.
4: Um, sorry to jump in. That's it's a good point. Like for it to change, I think it would have to take that lot to implode as you are saying, or complacency to kick in or something something pretty pretty bad to happen to them for us to to turn that round at all because they're they're absolutely like I said at the beginning of the pod they're the opposite of us. They're flying and racking the points up and the goals up and that confidence all the grow with them the, the worse we get. So yeah, I totally agree with you.
1: Yeah, Ali, your thoughts on the rest of the season, mate, and
2: what Geo has to do to survive? I think you need to strap yourself in for the rest of the season. It's gonna be an extremely <laughs> bumpy ride, but um if he needs to Christ, what does he need to do? We well, need to look when we come back. Home home to Hibbs, away to Aberdeen, away to Ross County. I think we've got Motherwell at home, and then we're away to Celtic um home to Celtic, sorry, in a second. So he needs maximum points from that and close the gap to six points. I can't see them dropping. I, they, like Ryan says, they're the complete opposite of us. They don't look like dropping. Even when they go goals behind, they, they win games. They've got, It pains me to say it, but they've got a team that know how to win games. They've got players in there mm-hmm. that know how to win. So he needs to win every game, but I just can't see it. I can't put an argument up for it. Even if we get certain players back, after the World Cup, I just, I just can't see. It. I just think we're going to limp what we've done, the previous games. There, it's just going to be a continuation. I agree with Scotia. I agree. What I think what he said will happen in the second. I think that will happen. And then they make a decision. What do they, what do they do? Because it's the it's a January window. Do they, do they remove them and bring a manager in and give them a bit of a window, or because if they, if they've got Van still there. They're gonna to have to back him at some point in that January window if the injuries are still bad, too. So I agree with you, Carney. I think he's with us to the end of the season. I really do. It's and bad. to me, well, we all know we've all said he should be removed, but he needs to win the two cups. To me, the league's the league's the be all and end all. We need to win the league. That's what you need to win the league as Rangers manager. Um but for him to have any slither, he has to win the two cups and close the gap. Like what was it? It's at nine points, pretty much ten with their goal difference. We have to close that gap significantly and leave and leave a charge in the remainder of the season. But I can't see it at all. I really can't because Yeah. It's I, I don't know what his philosophy is. So I'm the same camp as you, Carney. I think he'll be here <laughs> at the end of the season. And a lot of Rangers fans won't want to hear that, but I think he will be here at the end of the season. I just think we need to accept it now. The, I mean did the board come out and back him? Because they, they need to come out and say something at one point, I think the board I wouldn't I
1: wouldn't hold your breath. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't hold your breath. Um So a, well, there's a three old Farm games left of the season. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, even the internal optimist, if you want to look at things on paper, would close the gap right down if you win all three of them. But I wouldn't be putting a tenner on. Rangers to win all the three games generally I wouldn't I just I don't see how how we would and even if we did I still don't see winning every game from now on I just I don't see how that changes regardless of what player comes back or what investment he might make okay we might get a it's very rare you bring a player in at January that hits the ground running it's very rare that that happens they usually need more time than that so no um, I yeah. I so I see if Ge- sorry Ali before I move to Scotia if Geo wins two Cups at the end of the season, do you keep him on as manager or does he go in the summer?
2: I wouldn't, personally. Um, But I think the board will. Oh, man.
1: This is great, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Scotia, your thoughts ahead of the rest of the season, mate, and what do you think Giovanni has to do to survive?
3: Ah, Well, it's mainly been covered, isn't it? It's Like Ali says, there's this wee period that we've got once we're back after the World Cup up until the old firm game that we really need to be winning all the games there. But even looking further ahead of that, looking to, to the split, we've got 18 games, including those we group in December, January, 18 games until the split, eight of them are at home, which I know I said earlier that we'll probably get scudded against the old, against Celtic in the second, but looking at them, Celtic, Hibbs, Motherwell, Dundee United, Kelly, Ross County, St. Johnson, St. Mirren, all at home. It wouldn't surprise me if Rangers win all those games. No,
2: he's
4: back. He's back. We said that
3: in the previous group of games, (laughs) though. We found him. I, but I was being a bit glump when I said the comment, and then you've got me blasting me onto this that oh, he definitely said
4: that. Hang on, he's gonna talk. He's he's gonna talk. He's (laughs) to one to winning this whole firm game here. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) We need a wee bit of positivity because I'm just sitting here, we've been very, very nice, but I I, I
3: don't. I said that with a wee bit of glibness when I made the comment, but you look at them in those home games, yeah, Rangers could probably win them. All. But then you look at the, the 10 away games that we've got, Aberdeen twice, Dundee United, Kelly, Ross County, Celtic, Hearts, Hibs, Livy, Motherwell. You're not telling me that we're not going to drop points along there. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to take a superhuman effort from Geo from the squads, and a bit of an implosion from Celtic as well. If we were to get the league this season, if you're being really honest, Stranger things have happened, but I don't honestly think I don't see it happening this time round. So no, I think sad to say, but it's only November the 15th and almost conceding the league, I think. Um, what does yeah. Gio need to do? I don't even I think for some people a treble probably wouldn't be enough if he could somehow manage that, which I don't think he can. I don't I think for some people that wouldn't be enough that they've already made up their mind about this. I think it was just me and Ali that were on the on one of the pods that we've done and I wanted to bring this question up because it was just the two of us I didn't but it's this thing about what does it need to take to be a Rangers league winning manager and looking at it just looking at the the evidence of history for Rangers managers you need to look a wee bit insular and it needs to be a kind of British style manager that wins your leagues because we have not really had much evidence of a foreigner winning I know Advocate did but you need to consider the amount of money that was in quality player that was in that in those squads then it was do you for me it takes me a long time to get get to the stage where i want a manager out but then equally it takes me and probably a wee bit longer for that manager to switch my mindset once i've him out it'll take me a while so i don't even know if he wins the treble it's unless the performance is somehow skyrocket as well i don't know if it would be enough for me to keep him on Can you imagine we won the treble? Can you actually imagine (laughs) we won that
1: treble? My God, man. Uh, that would certainly buy the board a bit of time. But look, I look, I'm sorry as well. Like I'm not sorry because we call it as it is. And if Scotia, who is honestly the internal optimist on this podcast, he generally usually talks me down sometimes. With some of my opinions I'm having, but if he's having this, then you can understand why we're all like this. What we've, what we've seen so far this season is nowhere near what we expect from Glasgow Rangers Football Club. And it is as pure and simple as that. And the board need to act. But they won't, right? Before we go, um, just the we missed positive, I suppose. Uh, to just the kind of final announcement of the Pod Marathon that I have decided to do on Friday for the British Heart Foundation. Now, most of you will know the story. I'll explain it all in full detail um, on the actual show of why I'm doing it. But it's all in uh, all in uh, all in honor and in memory of my, my sister. So we'll be going live at six thirty on friday as if it was a usual live slot but we're going to go for a lot longer um just there's a just given link that's already active and thank you for the donations so far generally i can't believe how many donations i've had already it's absolutely superb the link will be live until a week on friday uh, and also on the night of the live show if you don't want to donate through just given even though i do encourage you to do so um um rather than doing it through the live chat if you still want to do it through the live chat that's absolutely fine but more of the money directly will go to the charity if you could do it through just Giving. but again whatever's easiest for you but any donations that we get in the live chat on the night will be going straight to the charity as well and um, we are welcoming uh, martin from the rabble stevie clifford from four lads chris from rangers on tour mason from the gallon few Joshua Barry from Rangers Review, Scott for the Battle Fever pod, and hopefully adding a few more. It looks like this is Ibrox as well are coming uh, on board as well. And, of course, these three beautiful gentlemen that are with me tonight will be popping in from time to time to to make sure I've not fell asleep in my chair or passed out or anything ridiculous like that. I'm acting like I'm actually running a marathon. I'm not. I'm sitting down for a long period of time talking about Rangers. Uh, But no, this is... um, it's, I'm really, generally, I'm really, really excited about this. Um, it's kept my mind occupied, it's kept me busy, it's kept me going. And uh, I hope if you can spare literally one pound 50p, even it doesn't have to be a lot. If you can, please help me I uh, help us raise as much money as we can for the British Heart Foundation. That was something very close to my sister and something that's very close to me as well. So it is very personal. I get that, but I would appreciate your participation in that. Uh, that'll do us for tonight, gentlemen. Um, I'll see you on Friday. I'll Get your, get your ready break in you, get a good sleep in you and uh, we'll go for it on Friday. So for tonight, Ali, thank you very much, mate.
2: No problem. Another negative podcast for our viewers out there, which they'll like. I know the guy Ryan was speaking to doesn't like us because we're too negative. So. <laughs> um, but like I say, we'll always, we'll always say what we see. <clears throat> I think folk appreciate the honesty from us, to be honest, that most of our listeners... There's no point sugar coating it. So I'm looking forward to Friday, Carney. It's gonna be I don't know how long you're gonna be going on that night. Scotia sitting in a bath of beans while he's recording as well. <laughs> 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 it, it, right now, mate, it looks at least
1: at least four hours, at least, and it, it's uh, probably it's probably over
2: five, to be honest. That means I'm miss I'm a celebrity getting out of here, can't I'm <laughs> pop that and come back on. Only yeah, joke. Yeah. Well, that's um, fine,
1: mate. No, you can.
2: No. No, look, no, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a cracking cause, obviously. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think I think we'll get him. Um, I think you'll do really well with it, Carney. So good luck to you. And um, I will be there supporting you as always.
3: God,
1: you don't have a choice, mate. For, but I know, I'm kidding. I really, I really appreciate it. Man. I do. Uh, Scotia, thanks very much, mate.
3: All right, cheers. That was... Um... A bit better than I thought it was going to be, but it was still very negative. But that's probably where Rangers are at the minute. <laughs> they're not. They're not giving as much confidence. So let's hope that after the World Cup, Rangers can actually come back and um, give us a wee bit of positivity. But yeah, like Ali, really looking forward to Friday night. So speak to you then, Magic and Ryan. Thank you very
1: much, mate. I mean, next time we're going to do a positive podcast, we'll all sit with party hats not on, right, and look banners and streamers and poppers and everything, and go the go the full hog.
4: Aye, let's hope that's the second of January. Um, <laughs> let's, let's. I make no apology for the way I've I've criticised nah. Rangers because they deserve to get it now at the neck, but they have been terrible and let us all down. So let's all enjoy a break and look something to, towards something positive because I think it's brilliant what you're doing on Friday, mate. I think your sister will be proud of you, and I think okay. the lineup you've got um, is brilliant. I, I'm, I'm quite excited to listen to it as well. I'll be in and out on Friday obviously, I've got the kids, but I'll be on as much as I can and I think I think everybody should tune in as mu- as much as they can because it's a great lineup you've got. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. And everyone I hope can can donate something, anything they can afford to a, to a great cause, mate. So yes, looking forward to Friday.
1: Yeah, me too. Thanks, mate. Um, and again, I didn't even say it, but the response that I've had from other people want to contribute and stuff has uh, been superb. Generally, it's been amazing. If I if I could put everybody on the game like wants to help, I mean, I'm talking punters, listeners, everybody that want to come on and be able to help, I'd literally be all night and I don't know how long I'm going to be, actually be able to go without, I don't know, just, I just I've never done in like this before. It's yeah, a kind of a journey into the unknown, kind of like this season for Rangers, I suppose. Um, yes, uh, but I'm looking forward to it, and a thank you to the guys that have agreed to to, to come on and participate as well. It is uh, it's, it's it's amazing, it really is. But I never doubt it the Rangers, the Rangers family, the, the extended Rangers family that we have. Um, it's something pretty incredible to be a part of. So tune in on Friday. I will try my best to make it the uh, well worth your time. Tuning in, well worth your time. So yeah. Uh, I'll thank you to the lads as always please like the videos and subscribe to the channel and that would be great and whatever you listen to is if you could drop a wee five star rating that would also be appreciated we are club at 22 the rangers podcast and hopefully see you on friday cheers everybody